Potter City presents 21 Days in God's Presence filled with intense prayers. Date 3rd to 23rd January 2022. And now, Prophet Nanase We took off very strongly from Monday and we are in the state of one of the most important programs on our calendar the spiritual foundation and we say that if the foundation is destroyed what can the righteous do the success of everything is determined by the solidity of the foundation in God's own leadings by his spirit we started talking about some of the things that has there with us as Africans, as Ghanaians, as family people over generations and we discovered that they were altars. So we have been preaching by the help of the Holy Spirit as he leads us in deep revelations about how to deal with some of these things. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for the substitutionary sacrifice of Jesus Christ at the cross of Calvary. Thank God for the accomplishment, what Jesus did at the cross. It becomes the foundational base for every victory we'll ever have on earth. And so it starts with salvation and other things must be added to bring you to the place of victory. If salvation is just the only thing, then there is no need for prayer. But after you are saved, you are required to pray. After you are saved, you are required to fast. After you are saved, you are required to be committed to the things of God. After you are saved, you are required to make sure you engage in spiritual warfare. From Genesis, we know about the fact that God created Adam and Eve. God put them in a garden. There are so many things about the garden of Eden. If it is a place, then no archaeology has discovered it. Maybe if it is a place, it is possible that it will destroy at the flood time of Noah. It can also be that the garden of Eden is just an atmosphere. But that is where all the challenges we are going through started. That the devil walked into the garden of Eden and challenge the integrity of the father, Adam, are you sure you are a son of God? Let us make man in our image after our likeness. So, everything produces after its kind. I've said it several times over here. So, if the child of a goat is a goat, the child of a sheep is a sheep, then the child of God is God. But when the devil came, God told them, he asked them, did God say you shouldn't eat the fruit? He said, God knows that if you eat it, you will be like him. They were already like him. But the devil came and said, you will be like him. They were already like him. So it challenged the integrity and the validity of the fact that God's nature is in you. As a result of that, man ate the fruit he's not supposed to eat. That is where all the things started. We continue to deal with this enemy after the Garden of Eden. 
different pictures show up in the Bible, but nobody could actually tell us. Deep down, we know he's a devil according to the Bible, Adam. God cursed him in the Garden of Eden and we have pictures of different things that happened. But Jesus Christ came to die. He was born in Nazareth, grew up in Nazareth and he came here to fulfill his ministry. When he started his ministry from 30 years ago, he came back and he is the only one who tell us the main assignment of the devil on earth. He put it in just three sentences. Or let me say three words. In John chapter 10 verse 10. That I pray that your spirit will be open for this one. Jesus said, the devil you are dealing with, number one, he is a thief. And all thieves steals. So he said, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill. And to destroy. So he put the totality of the devil's assignment in three ways. It does not matter the way he's pampering you. It must fall under one of this. It does not matter the money the devil gives to you. At the end, it must fall under one of this. It does not matter the promotion the devil gives to you. At the end, it must fall at one of this. He steals. He kills. And he destroys. It cannot be outside this context. Whatever the devil is giving you. This is the reason we are preaching things like the altars. We are treating things like the patterns in the bloodline. So if that is true, then when he went to the garden of Eden, he went there to stay. If that is true, then when he came to your house, he has one aim. is to steal, is to destroy, and is to kill. I am preaching a message shortly. That I'm going to entitle. If you permit him, he will steal your testimony. What the devil went to the Garden of Eden to do is to steal the testimony of Adam and Eve. Everybody here, your testimony is the target of the enemy. She came to steal, he came to kill, he came to destroy. So, what do you mean by testimony? If you are wake up in the morning or you born and then you realize that you have ever walked in sound mind and divine health and everything is fine and suddenly a sickness is at lunch at you you go to hospital and doctors begin to tell you things you don't want to hear your testimony is being stolen if suddenly you marry and everything was fine first one year first anniversary second anniversary six year then seven years suddenly things start changing husband doesn't come home early confusion in the house misunderstanding Things are not going the way you want. Looking back, you realize that no, no, this is the way we started. Hey, you can blame everybody. You can point your accusing hand on everybody. But I can promise you, your testimony is being stolen. The access of thieves and robbers in your house is determined by how loose your security is. Every robber knows it's not every place they can go. Every robber knows. No armed robber can go to Burma camp. No armed robber can go to 64 engineering regiment. I have not heard an armed robber in the police barracks. 
I've not heard about that. Even there are normal people living places, the kind of security systems in their house, it deters thieves from coming around them. Do you have a spiritual security? By the time an armed robber is going to house, I realize that she has to climb a very tall wall with an electric fence on it. Just assume you manage to put a ladder there and climb. You must overcome the electric fence. From the little I know about the electric fence system, if you are watching me all over the world, it's very difficult to understand. You might not have it in your country, but Ghana will have it. The electric fence system, if you cut it, it's just a siren and alarm. The siren has the capacity to wake people up. If the person has about seven dogs in their house, then with two security men, then when you get down, your target is to get to the room of the people. But when you get and you manage to even jump and get to inside, you must make sure you finish fighting the dogs. Probably conquer the security men. And then come to the security door that you must break. And the security door, you must break the one in the hall. If you decide to pass through the window, there are bogra proofs. If you finish that one and get there, the bedroom where the money is, ask your neighbor their money is in their bedroom. There is a safe. Probably, if you are not lucky, the person has a gun. Because a lot of people own guns in Ghana. It's a legal right for everybody to own a gun. Once you can lance it, you can use it. All these security systems are there. And so, when they see all these processes, they just stay away from the place. But the one that there is some kind of door that is made with plywood, no walls in the house, nothing to deter them, they easily break through. That system I just explained, you can have all of them in the realms of the spirit. If our Paul even wrote about it, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the security system. Put on the security, and Paul called it the armor of God. So the armor is spiritual security. I want to ask a question. Do you have them? I want to tell you, the greatest mistake you make in the generation where we are is to just think that church is just coming to church, attending church, and going back home. You make a mistake. Every generation has their challenges. Every generation. Homosexuality didn't start in our time. As old as the times of Sodom and Gomorrah, it was there. That is when God went to Sodom and Gomorrah and destroyed it. It was there. Things like that, it was in Noah's time. God came to destroy the whole world with uh, water. So every generation has their own challenge that they go through. Our challenge is what we are dealing with now. There are different things that we are confronted with. Among the things we have not finished dealing with, 2020, something appeared called coronavirus. It has brought the world into a state where everything has changed. Traveling is not excitement again. Those of you who want to sit in a plane and eat, it's difficult to eat. It's not easy to travel now. People are piercing things in your nose. There are all kinds of things that are happening. The devil is really there. And the reason he's doing this thing is that he has but a short time. When you don't have a time, you work very hard. Will you allow him? Jesus said he's a thief. She came to steal. So I want to tell you this thing. It is not your company that is not paying you well. It is not your business that is going down. Satan is stealing something. 
It is not your husband that is chasing women. The devil is stealing something. It is not your children that are not having the sound mind to study. The devil is stealing something. And the reason he is stealing is that you have permitted him. It is not your health that is deteriorating. The devil wants to steal your testimony. It is not your neighbor that is your enemy. I am not your enemy. Look at your neighbor at your, and tell the person, I'm not your enemy. Even if I have done something you don't like, if your neighbor does something you don't like, if your boss is doing something you don't like, something is influencing that thing. The Bible spirit writes that every born again child of God has an adversary. According to the apostle James, James chapter 5 and verse number 13. Before that, let's, let's go to 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Sorry, I'm talking about adversary. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. 1 Peter, be sober and be vigilant because your adversary be sober and be vigilant. Be sober and be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil. Who is your adversary? It is there. It is there. It is there. You can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. Your adversary, the devil. As a rolling lion walking about. Seeking whom he may devour. So Satan is a devourer. The devil is a devourer. The devil is a devourer. If you permit him, he will devour you, devour your money, devour your marriage, devour everything you have. And that is the reason we are preaching the things we are preaching. So that your eyes will be opened by revelation to understand how to stand and acquire knowledge of the strategies for spiritual warfare for your total victory. Others has won. So you can also win. Be sober. Give me the New Living Translation. Be sober. Be sober. Stay alert. Say that with me. Stay alert. Point to your neighbor who is nice and tell him, honey, stay alert. That means that it is possible a lot of us are not alert. If the Bible is commanding us to stay alert, the many people are in the church, they are not alert. What is an alertness? It means that you are living as if nothing is happening. Amen. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy. This is it. Stay alert. If you are not alert, you will not watch out for your great enemy. I pray for grace over your life. That this year, you put on the defenses that the enemy will not steal anything from you. What are the people that are not staying alert? Life is free. They don't see the need to pray. They don't see the need to fast. Whilst we are fasting, they are eating. It's not necessary for them. It's not part of their, their, their burden. It's not their requirement. Because for now, temporary, as if everything is fine. The most dangerous thing you ever do in your work with God is to only come to him when there is an emergency. Remember your creator. In the days of your youth. That has told me when we are 20 years. That has told me when we are 40 years. It has nothing to do with age. The youth has to do with the fact that. You come to the place when everything is fine. Keep seeking God. Don't wait until the devil knocks at your door. Before. Listen. I described to you the security systems of people. Who God has blessed. 
Every house with valuable things inside, there are some kind of security system. Go to East Lego. There are something we call gated community. They do that for security system. Most of the things that they call estate, uh, Trasaco, uh, Airport Hills, there is no difference between that and nice houses in Committee 25. If you, if you have the opportunity to live in those houses, it's not an exceptional. I believe what to make those places expensive is the security systems. That's all. If it's a building, you realize that the money used to buy those buildings, you can build twice of those buildings somewhere. But the reason people pay the price to go there is a security system. If you go to abroad, it's the same thing. Gated community. There is a main door you cross, you grant another door before you get to another door with security systems and all kinds of systems around. And everybody wants to live in safety. If the devil decides to come after you, will it be easy for, him, easy for him to come to you? Then it means that you are not alert. You are not staying alert. Will it be easy for him? If the devil decides to come after you, will it be easy for him? So stay alert. It means that don't live as if everything is fine. We are not in a normal time. The times we are living in is not normal. If you compare 2018 to this time, you are making a mistake. It's not normal. Everything has changed. There are people, as a result of the generation we live in, they might never go to church again. Never. Coronavirus has swept people. It has come to take the capacity of the test. It has separated the wheat from the chaff. It has separated the goat from the sheep. Because let me tell you something. It takes boldness for you to go to church. If you're afraid of a virus, you don't go to church. Somebody called me. He was talking about the fact that he has contracted the virus. And it looks like it has affected some part of his body. And he was afraid. When I was praying for him, the Lord told me he has never been to church for almost two years. Because when you come to church, it's not a matter of quiet singing and that. The Bible said that they grow from strength to strength. Those who appear before the Lord in Zion. So I submit to you, honey, that when we come to church, something happens in the spirit more than just sitting down. It's a spiritual thing. So Paul wrote to the church and said that never forsake the assemblies of your gathering. Never. Whether it's a virus time, whether that is why some of us, by the grace of God, when this coronavirus came in, we made sure the devil will not stop church attendance. We preach, we move it, we pray, and we declare. There are countries up to today they have not started going to church. I went to America. And I did invasion. Pastors came there. When I went there to gather crowd, pastors were still doing Zoom. Because you are a victim of everything you are afraid of. Once you are afraid of something, you become a victim of the thing. I went there. And some of the pastors migrating from Africa to start, their eyes were open. Police came there. They were shocked. What's going on here? Church with this crowd? Are you not afraid? No, we are not. Because forever, forever, light will overcome darkness. That if you don't have revelation about it, it will never be, it will never help you. That is where we have come to. We stay there. We were laying hands on people. We were praying for people. People gave testimony. I have the virus. I came to Portis. You heard it yourself. Uh huh. I didn't suck them. I didn't even know they have it. Some of them, they even walk to me to lay hands on them. Some people believe that when they come here, they'll be healed. People are talking about the testimony. Hey, wicked people, why do you have the virus? And then you sort of stay home, instead of quarantine, they came to quarantine. And they were there. 
No, hallelujah. That's your problem. A lot of people are sitting in church. You are not grounded in the faith. Paul talks about grounded and certain faith. So it's one thing to have faith. It's another thing for your faith to be grounded. Oh, Jesus Christ, I wish I can preach this thing. You will know that when challenge comes. We cannot tell you are a man or woman of faith until challenges come. We cannot tell you are a man or a great, a great child of faith until, until crisis show up. And everybody will go through it. My challenge may not be your challenge. God will not give you temptation that is above you. He's a faithful God. He said in every temptation he gives to you, he has already prepared something in you to handle it. So don't complain that you are going through something that nobody has ever gone through. Before God brought that in or permitted that thing to come, he has already built something in you to handle it. You are the one who is not activating that thing. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He plows around like a rolling lion. He is not a lion. When you sleep in a garage, you will not become a car. He is not, the Bible says he is like. He is like. He is like. And the reason he is like is that he works with one trusted weapon called fear. And anytime I have had opportunity that my children has dragged me to zoo, everybody can go and stand around the monkeys and give them banana, but nobody tries to get around where the lions are. We stay distance. There was a time we were in the country, they brought some tiger. And people, to them, they've tamed the tiger. So the guy is holding the tiger in a leech, like the way you are holding a dog, walking around some place. People go to lie, tap the tiger, and take a picture. I didn't try. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I'm not too sure whether I want to take a picture with the tiger. No matter what you look like, no matter how nice. I was talking to a friend in America. He told me, Prof, I hear you like animals. I want to get you a python. And it's like, he it's said, it's a tame one. And you love it. I say, Jesus is Lord. When I get to Ghana, I will let you know. It's been five years. I have not let him know. I've gone to abroad. I've seen people keep pythons as, as, as pets. The one that swallows. Where you come from in America, you can keep a python. But not a current to me, boy. It's too dangerous. No, not a boy from current to me. I won't try that. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about here? Your adversary, the devil. Look at the message Bible. On the same page. Look at the message Bible. Huh? Stay alert. Keep a cool head. This American English. Stay alert. Keep a cool head. Stay alert. They didn't eliminate the stay alert. The devil is poised to punch and, and will like nothing better than to catch you napping. So when you are napping, you are just in your comfort zone. He come and nap you up. Be careful. I am concerned about your lazy Christianity. I am concerned. I am concerned about it. Because you don't understand the times and the season. I am very much concerned about the way you are taking things for granted. Don't just be a Christian that only comes to church on Sundays. 
to satisfy your religious conscience. We are talking about spiritual foundation. The revelation about it is that every victory you are going to have 2022 depends on what you are doing in January. Pay the price. This beautiful building you are looking at, I'm telling you, thank God for all the acoustic ceilings and light and all the designs and everything. But the secret of the solidity and the future of this building is in the ground. You cannot see it. It is called the foundation. The foundation must have the capacity to carry all the columns. And let me tell you something. The foundation is carrying all the trusses. The trusses are the metals we put on it plus the wood that is coming on it plus the roofing sheet. I don't know the calculation of the weight of the roofing sheet. It is spread totally. Unfortunately for this building, after we did the first roof, it was leaking. So we have to put another roofing sheet on top of the first one. That means that the foundation has even calculated to have to be able to carry excess load. Now, if all these things, the foundation is not strong, you see the building start going down. So if your 2022 January is not strong, from February to December will start going down. You might not know it because you have given room for the enemy to come in. That's what we do, what we do. That's how we stay, what we stay. Nobody knows what the future holds, but there's a man that knows what, listen, you don't know what the future holds. There's a one that knows what the future holds. And you don't need to know what the future holds, but God, that is not a bad thing God gives to you. That is not a responsibility God gave to you. You just have to know the one who holds the future. And the future is going to be fine. I know you don't like it, so you won't pray with her, but I will still preach it anyway. Amen. Mm-hmm. This is not a house that we pamper people. We are not going to bring you here to make sign of the cross and go home. We understand it more than that. We will not permit you to just sit down and, and just come to church and pray Sunday and just go back. It's more than that. Hallelujah. Hmm. The Messiah conceived by the Holy Ghost, born by a virgin, filled with the Holy Ghost, the conception itself is the Holy Spirit. Came back to the earth to do his ministry. And to start his ministry, she was in the wilderness for 40 years, 40 days and 40 nights without food. If Jesus, who was conceived, filled by the Holy Spirit, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, then me and you should fast for 40 days and 80 nights. If logically you want to make a creation, he said, the things I do shall you do also. And greater works. So, at least you must be able to do the thing Jesus did. For you to be free. He said, everything I do, do it. I pray, pray. I fasted fast. I preach, preach. I, I teach people, teach them. I work miracles, work them. But if you are able to finish doing what I do, you must start doing the things greater than even what I did. That means that there is no point of arrival in your work with God. In Christianity and I work with God, we don't arrive. We only make progress. I started my life with fasting. I fasted from where I became born again. I have not stopped fasting. I am only doing it in a higher dimension. Look at your neighbor and say, do you want to prosper? Tell your neighbor, do you want to make money this year? Tell your neighbor, do you want to marry if in case he's not married? Tell your neighbor, do you want to live peacefully in your matrimonial home? And then conclude by telling them nothing just happens. 
Nothing just happens. Your adversary, your adversary, your opponent, your enemy, your arch enemy, daring to steal and kill and destroy. The Bible says he's walking around looking for whom he may destroy. I like the way a Nigerian preacher put it. He said he can knock in your house and ask you, are you, are you available for killing? And if you decided yes, he takes you off. I want to ask you a question. Is there afflictions in our generation? I say, is there afflictions in our generation? What afflictions? People are afflicted. Go to hospitals. Have care. People are afflicted financially. Everything. Are people afflicted in the church? Marital afflictions. Financial afflictions. Coronavirus afflictions. Uncertainty. We can't visit one another. God created us to just interrelate. There is something about human beings. Eh? I, 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 we, we were not created in isolation. It is no good for the man to be alone. It means that somebody must come to your house. Viruses don't want us to visit. Today you can't just wake up and go to somebody's house. You can't do that. But is there a solution to affliction? Yes. James chapter 5 verse 13. That is a solution to affliction. Whatever level of affliction you are dealing with, God said, is any among you afflicted? What should a person do? Let him pray. Is there afflictions? Marital afflictions? Bodily afflictions? Financial afflictions? Different kinds of afflictions? People's businesses are not doing well. Fear. Uncertainty. People don't know what the future holds. The business you built for 20 years is almost collapsing. Affliction. But is there a solution to affliction? Is anybody a child of God, a portarian, afflicted in America, in Ghana, in Asia? God both said that there is only one way to come out of affliction. Pray. Devil trying to turn your testimony and change your testimony. Affliction, play. Marital affliction, play. Body affliction, play. Woe unto you when there is affliction and your prayer life is stolen. Is any among you, amongst us, afflicted? Pray. <laughs> pray. Fast and pray. That is the only way to reverse the affliction. God said, I wish there is another way to help you, but this is the system I've put in place. Is any of you afflicted? Were you afflicted in 2021? I wish. Look at the way the New Living Translation put it. I love that one. Are any of you suffering hardship? Any of you suffering hardship? So James wrote to the church and came back and said, Oh, it's possible this thing will happen. Is any Porterian suffering affliction? Is any Porterian suffering hardship? Financial hardship, marital hardship, relationship hardship, business hardship, ministry hardship, uncertainty, or unpredictable generation? Is any going through this thing? You should pray. God didn't say stay at home. God didn't say get offended with anybody. God didn't say be angry with those who disappointed you. God didn't say just sit down and cry. He said don't cry in affliction because the crying will not change it. God is not moved by your tears. He has seen dangerous tears than your own. Tears doesn't change anything. 
They all cry until the Bible says man has no strength to cry. But the key that brought deliverance is that David encouraged himself in the Lord. And the moment David encouraged himself in the Lord, he took out the effort and said, should I pursue after this truth? Crying doesn't change situations. Weeping doesn't change situations. No, murmuring doesn't change situations. The Bible even commands you not to be anxious of anything. Unfortunately for this generation, all afflicted people, instead of settling down, finding a place and settling there, no way, this is not my portion. This problem in my marriage is not my portion. This health attack is not my portion. I better find a place. I better go and find a room somewhere in Portes, stay there for seven days and face the devil squarely. They are running from prophets to prophets. And let me tell you something. When you are hungry, every caricature food tastes good. When you are hungry, one day we went somewhere to eat and I was very hungry. When we finished eating, mommy asked me, how was the food? I said, very good. He said, really? I said, yes. Then I told her, I said, the state in which I am, I don't even mind the taste. So when you are hungry, every food tastes good. Hear this. When you are desperate and you are not ready to pay price, you can, I can assure you, you will even go to the devil and not care that it's the devil you are looking for solution from. I have seen people in the short time of my preaching who go to men of God, they have all the evidence that this man is not of God, but they just desperate for solution. And the reason you do that is that you are not ready to pay the price to pray. Can I tell you this? Prayer is difficult than preaching. Prayer is more difficult than <laughs> evangelism. Prayer is the key to every success in the kingdom. So the way you wake up in the morning, just dress and shower and take your and iron your dress and sit in your nice car and drive to the office without praying there is an attack on your prayer the way you do it because you see you are not alert and the reason you are not alert is that you think everybody in the office is like you not all the people in the office are Christians not all the people in the office call upon the name of the Lord there are people in the office the way you are committed to God they are committed to the devil and when people become committed to the devil, he only use them for distraction. So listen, there is somebody in the office who wish you are dead. There is somebody you are hanging around who wish that your promotion will never come. And the only way to make sure their purpose will not be implemented is that pray. So let me say, I can assure you By the little revelation I know and by the grace of God on my life and from experience of preaching this gospel that some of you who have taken spiritual foundation serious, it shall be well with you this year. Listen, the only way to live and not have a better last year 
is to pay price. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Hallelujah. There's a scripture in the book of Lamentation. He says it is good for, I think Lamentation chapter 5 verse 7. It is good for a young man to carry his burden. Lamentation chapter 3 verse 27. It is good for a man that he bear his yoke in his youth. Yes sir, a brand here. There are things I'm doing now. 70 years, I will not be able to do it. But it will pay off when I'm 70. Because I paid the price when I was 50. Now listen. Your input determines your output. That's what it is. If you take root downwards, you bear fruit upwards. No tree bear fruit without root. It means the foundation is very crucial. I said, I said, get close to God. Get closer to God. Because of the adversary we are dealing with. Because of the enemy we are encountering. Because of the complications of our generation. Is any afflicted? What should the person do? Is there anybody here that you can look into your life and see that some area of your life there is an affliction? Wave your hand. Yes, different affliction. No, different. You must know your God before the devil knocks at your door. Because he will knock. If the devil tempted Jesus, he would tempt everybody. The Jesus in you will attract him to come and tempt you. You don't want to hear this. You want your children to hear. You know the things we have felt. You know how we have brought our faith up. You don't want to. You'll be stagnant. Satan can use this thing to cripple business people who are international businessmen that are afraid because of a vaccine they won't travel. You will cripple preachers who are supposed to go to other countries and preach but because of the law they won't travel. You are afraid. Somebody, somebody, somebody call me and say, man of God, a pastor, one of the fathers say, I want this woman to come and see you. I've told her that this thing that he's going through, you'll pray for her, you'll be fine. I say, come to Portis. Hmm, I want to come. I'm afraid of the motorway. I say, are there lions there? <laughs> Grow your faith. Develop your faith. Don't become a victim of the devil's attack. Don't give him permission to destroy your destiny. You have, you have, you, God, God, you means a lot to God. You are valuable to God. God. God created you for something. Lives are going to depend on you. And lives are depending on you. This is not your destination. You are going somewhere. Don't let fear stop you. You are a victim of everything you are afraid of. Somebody say hallelujah to Jesus. Huh? Are you getting to what I'm talking about? Huh? You must learn to resist him. James chapter 4 verse 7. Learn to resist him. Don't let him steal your testimony. He's coming to steal your testimony. Resist him. Fast. You won't die. 14 days. Only on water. Give your digestive system rest. Build your faith up. Submit yourself therefore to God. Do what? Read it with me. Let's all read through Let's all look into the screen. Repetition is a matter of learning. Ready? Go. Read it. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and you flee. Let's all read it. Ready? Go. Uh-huh. This is the problem. 
Some of you are able to chew and you quote a lot about resisting the devil, but the submission is not in place. What is the submission is talking about? Doing what God says. Don't take it for granted. There are fastings in the Bible. It was declared by individuals. There are fastings that was declared by a leader. So, it is the president of Nineveh that said we should fast. It is Esther that declared the fasting for him and the servant, for her and the servant. So, if you see me standing and say, let's fast, it is God speaking. And you can't take it for granted. God is no mock. His eye moves to and fro. He's looking at everything. If you're not fasting, God knows. And God knows when people call upon him. Don't just envy people God has blessed. They may be doing something you are not doing. At least if for nothing, and you can't do all the one God has said, three, three days dry, seven days dry, you should be able to do every 24 hours. Eat something light. And you are committed to it. Yes, there are people going to work, but they are fasting for 21 days. Only on water. Without discipline, you can't touch God. Any careless person, God cannot use the person. No. It takes discipline not to fornicate. It takes discipline not to commit adultery. All nice guys around you, some of them are pushing themselves, but discipline will not permit you. No. It's not you that see nice things. Discipline will not let you stay. It takes discipline to walk in integrity. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Then after you have been able to submit yourself, then you can resist the devil. Satan will not respond to any resistance that has not submitted to God. That means that you can live a sinful life and come and submit him. By the time you are walking to say, I rebuke you, he will wear you and, and find out where you stand. Give me prayer, sure. Zofu, this thing is in the spirit. Everybody watching physical didn't see it. Everybody didn't see it. So when we see people, there is a reason God wants us to come to church. When we see people coming to church like this, there are things on them that people don't see. Zachariah chapter 1, chapter 3 from verse 1. Let me show you something. Zachariah chapter 3 verse 1. Watch this. Zachariah. Then he showed me Joshua. That Joshua can be Nanaketia. It can be Abed. It can be me. It can be you. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest. You are not a high priest. Oh. You are not even lower priest. Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. So the high priest was standing in before the angel. Satan too has come there to stand by the high priest. Watch this. Jesus is Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, the Lord rebuked thee. After the Lord there should, should be an angel. Say, the Lord rebuked thee. At that time, the price of salvation has not been paid. So the angel couldn't rebuke the devil. He said, the Lord rather rebuked thee. Oh, Satan, even the Lord that has chosen potency rebuked thee. Is not this a blind proc out of the fire? Now watch what happened. The high priest that was standing. Joshua was clothed with a filthy garment. Filthy garment. So the high priest was standing there 
Everybody thought his garment was in but in the spirit it was a filthy. The devil has put a filthy garment. He stood before the angel and Satan has clothed him with a filthy garment. So you can come to church but as a result of something you did, Satan has put a garment on you. Nobody saw it. This thing I'm talking was in the spirit. This is what I tell you to fast. This is what I tell you to engage in fasting and prayer. This is what I tell you to deal with altars. This is what I tell you. So you are working. There is a reason why you are struggling to marry. They, 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 nothing wrong with you. But child, they, are, they are fighting the childbirth. They are fighting the wedding. They are fighting the finances. Something is on you. Even at the wedding of Jesus. Jesus spoke a parable. He said, where did this man come here without a wedding girl? He said, cast him out. Things are in the spirit realm. There are dresses you must wear to have access. This man was standing before God. And the Bible says, Satan, now Joshua clothed with a filthy garment and stood before the angel. Look at the next verse. If it's not God, then listen. If it is, if it is not the devil, then listen. Now he answered and spoke unto those that stood before him, saying, Take the, who was standing before him? An angel. Take away the filthy garment from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of remnants. If I don't do that, you will never succeed. So, God told the angel, remove the filthy garment. It can only be removed in God's presence. So sometimes the sickness, it can be a filthy garment. Sometimes the affliction, it can be a filthy garment. There is something around you that we must remove. There is something around you that the presence of God must remove. The devil should... Jesus Christ. I pray you have understanding. I don't live in carelessness because God has opened my eyes a little bit to things of God. So I don't interpret things natural. Anyone who is spiritual judges all things spiritual. But there are spiritual people judging things carnally. Look at your neighbor and ask him, what garment is on you? What kind of garment are you wearing? Filthy garment. Filthy garment. Joshua the high priest. Me and you, you are not high priest. You are not even a quarter priest. If the devil can put a filthy garment on the high priest, what about careless Christians? He has no change. It means that, do you know the meaning of filthy garment? Stealing your glory. You cannot be filthy and be glorious at the same time. God commanded, he said, remove that thing from him. Look at the next one. Look at the next verse. Go to the next verse. Jesus, and he said, let them set a fair matter upon his head. So they set a fair matter upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Watch this. And the angel of the Lord protested unto Joshua, saying, Listen, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, if thou will walk in my ways, if you will walk in my ways 2022, and if thou will keep my charge, then thou shalt also judge my house, and shalt also keep my court, and I will give thee places to walk among this that stand by. Remember, baby, Papa, no one nante. 
if you walk in my ways, come back to verse number one. Let's read from the New Living Translation. Jesus Christ. So, so for there are people who have come to church. There are garments on there. Garment of immorality. They are struggling with filthy garment of lust. Filthy garment of different kinds of spirits. That some of them, Jesus said, this kind does not go out. Except by fasting and prayer. You had victory 2021. You have victory. But this particular victory. Because in the spirit realm, maybe God will bless you this year than he blesses you last year. You have more money this year because you're year of multiplication. But watch this. In the realms of the spirit, new levels attract new devils. Then the angel showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. The accuser, Satan, was there at the angel's right hand making accusations against Joshua. So the reason for the filthy garment was accusation. Lord, Ruth doesn't deserve your blessing. Mariana doesn't deserve your blessing. This is what the devil goes to do. How can you bless this girl? She doesn't deserve accusation. We call him the accuser of the brethren. If you don't resist him, the accusation continues. This is what the generation where you live in has turned Christianity to pray for me. It doesn't work. Sometimes God doesn't accept other people's prayer for your breakthrough. There is no substitute for your personal input. It means a lot to God when you come to him yourself and win the battle and have the victory. What about if you keep chasing the prophets in Ghana and you go to Afghanistan where there is no prophets, how are you going to survive? Do you know how I'm training you this way? You might not be here for all your life. Maybe life circumstance, ordering of the steps of the, or your, ordering, the Lord ordering your steps will land you to another country. And that place, it is the training you have acquired that will let you survive. This is how faith works. The girl say, I stopped menstruating. Do you know the attack of the fact that you are not menstruating, you don't have your cycle. It's not just a sickness you are looking for, a healing. Satan wants to stop childbirth. Because that is a cycle that leads to the childbirth. Menstruation, ovulation, then conception. So, if you don't take it, Satan will go to the root and you are thinking about the fruit. So when you see the devil attacking, it's not just it. No. He take light by the communion. It's called light. No, you only drink it. Put it in liner and place it there. And, and keep confessing. That is what is called a step of faith. You must have heard a message that moves you to do that. How would they hear except someone preach to them? Faith comes by hearing and hearing. So once you hear, it will stay in your heart. And the application will be so clear.
I'm not going to hospital for doctors to just play around my life. And the doctor will say, the, the doctor, he just put the blood of Jesus, the blood, put it there. Then the angel of the Lord showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. Accusing, uh, the accuser Satan was there at the angel's right hand making accusation against Joshua. You can put your name, everybody's name can be there. And the Lord said unto Satan, I the Lord reject your accusations. I reject your accusations, Satan. Yes, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. This man is like a burning stick that has been snatched from the fire. So Joshua was like a burning stick that has been snatched from the fire. And Satan was accusing him and God rejected the accusation because there was angelic host around his life. Number two, he was a high priest and if you are a high priest, the area that you don't mix and you are always there is God's presence. Listen, the way you don't like coming to church is a burden and it's a concern. The way you struggle to come to church, we must take it into prayer. Go to the next verse. Joshua's clothing was filthy as he stood there before the angel. Filthy rack. Today, any filthy garments, altars has put on your life. May the Lord yank the garment off you now. Any filthy garment of sickness and disease, filthy garment of shame and reproach, filthy garment of delay, may an angel of the Lord pull the garment out of your body. See there. So the angel said unto the other standing there, take off his filthy clothes. And turning to Joshua, he said, see, I have taken away your sins. And now I am giving this fine clothes so this guy called satan who steals testimonies has the capacity to come to a child of god and put a filthy garment on you that will never be your story i say that will never be your story i am saying that will never be your story message of hope is what i'm giving to you message of hope hopelessness will stop you from fasting if you see all the people that are fasting and all of us it's not that everything around us is okay but hope is driving us into the work because only hopeful people don't give up even at the reaction and attack of the devil this is the way the psalmist put it in psalm 30 and verse number 2 Psalm 30. I can even read from. Give me the New Living Translation. Stay there. Huh? Huh? Lord my God, I cried unto you for help and you restore my health. Listen. You brought me up from the grave. Oh Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. So David was going through something. He cried unto the Lord and the Lord brought him his health. So when you are sick, you can cry. Go back to verse number two. Huh? We can even start from verse one. I will exalt you, O Lord, for you rescue me. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. I love it. 
Oh Lord my God, I cried unto you. <laughs> there is a translated TLB. I don't think they have it. He said, you gave my health back. Give it back to me. If you don't have TLB, give me the is it HCSB or HCBC or whatever it is. Lord my God, I cried to you for help and you healed me. Give me the BBE. Let me see something. Oh Lord my God, I, set, I sent up my cry to you and you have made me well. Message Bible. God my God, I yield for help and you put and you put me together. Those of you who are fasting, God will put you together. I can promise you that. Give me the amplified version. Oh Lord my God, I cry unto you and you healed me. Message of what? Hope. When you come to church, the things we preach here, it will put hope in your spirit. No, you can never give up. Hallelujah. <laughs> I say you can never give up. Because, let me tell you something, honey. Do you know why I keep preaching and preaching in comfort, in tiredness, in affliction, in pain? We don't stop preaching. Because there is something about the word of God. Joshua says something in Joshua chapter 21, verse number 45. I hope I get it right. Joshua 21. He said, There fail not out of any good thing which the Lord has spoken unto the house of Portis. All came to pass. New Living Translation. Hmm? Not a single one of all the good promises from 31st December night the Lord has given to the Porter's family was left unfulfilled. Everything he has spoken came true. Everything I'm speaking on this altar, it will come true. Message Bible. Oh Lord Jesus. Not one word fail from all the good words God spoke to the house of Portis. Everything came out right. This is a confidence. Hope. You stand on a way. You fast to eliminate unbelief. You fast to eliminate doubt. You fast to eliminate fear. Then you engage your faith for victory. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Ephesians 6.16 above or taking the shield of faith this is where you don't permit the devil to steal your testimony above all taking the shield of faith you shall be able to quench all the fiery dart of the wicked the new the niv version say the framing arrows the devil shoot all kinds of arrows in addition to all this take up the shield of faith where, where with which you can extinguish all the framing arrows of the devil faith is a fire extinguisher Spiritual, supernatural fire extinguisher. It doesn't matter the fire the devil throws out to faith can send it back. Take the shield of faith. How do you take that? By hearing the word of God. 
What a blessing. Whosoever is born of God, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Whosoever is born of God, overcome it. Coronavirus era. Whosoever is born of God, overcome it the world. This is the victory that overcome the world, even our faith. Go to verse 3. Go to verse 3. Huh? For this is the love of God that we keep his commandment and his commandments are not grievous. So no matter how we preach to you, the commandments are not grievous. They are not supposed to offend you. The commandments of the Lord are not offended. They are not grievous. And then the next verse says that, for whosoever is born of God overcome the world. So all of us have overcome the world. But there is an ingredient and a requirement we need to overcome. Whosoever is born of God overcome the world. And the victory that overcome the world is what? Our faith. That means that in the spirit realm, you are marked and noted as an overcomer. But if you don't engage your faith, the devil will still defeat you. Whosoever is born of God overcome. New Living Translation, Jesus. <laughs> Every child of God defeats this evil world. And we achieve this victory through what? So, coronavirus, we have defeated it. Affliction and trouble, financial crisis, but we need to engage our faith for that victory. So, you are not a failure until your faith fails. I don't care how down a man is, as long as his faith is intact, he will bounce back. You are not a failure. Is the anchor. No. I love it. Hallelujah. Financial hardship, no, no, no room for crying. Faith is a currency. Get it correct. We are dealing with authors. Deal with it by faith. Your eyes are open. People are looking at things. Idol worship background, chief dances, polygamous house. These are things God hates. Our grandfathers and our great grandfathers might have done it ignorant, but in our time, our eyes are open. We cannot repeat their failure. We cannot. We cannot repeat our failure. The blessing God has started with you, it will travel generational. Your roof will become your children's platform. Where you end, that is where your children start from. And where will your children end? If they start from where you are. And where will your grandchildren also start from? Where will they end? So we are dealing with generational blessing. It was on Abraham. It came to Isaac. It was in Jacob. Joseph, he keep traveling. You will not inherit any sickness from your father's house and your mother's house. You will not inherit any poverty from your background. Because Jesus Christ was rich for your sake. He became poor. That through his poverty, you will be rich. You might have lost this last two years. They might have knocked you last year. They might have locked you another year. But this year is your year of victory. Don't give up in looking for that child. Don't give up in looking for that breakthrough. Don't give up in looking for that marriage. Seven boys might have disappointed you. The eighth one will work. Faith never gives up. Some waited for 25 years. Some waited for long. But their faith will say no. What shall I say more? Time will fail me to talk of Gideon 
and of Barak and of David also and of Samson and of all the prophets who through faith subdue kingdoms, wrought righteousness, quench the violence of fire. Women got their dead raised back to life. It's the substance of things hoped for. It's evidence of things you don't see. Stand to your feet. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.